The closer you get to God, the closer to life you become. God is life, even eternal life, and light, love, joy, health, and prosperity, all the good and perfect gifts. The closer you get to the God of the Bible, the closer to life you become. The world spends trillions seeking health and well-being, even the proverbial fountain of youth, yet are oblivious to the reality that what they are seeking sits right out in the open and in plain view, yet only the childlike can see it. But because their deeds and aspirations are evil, they seek another moral code to follow than the one enshrined in the Holy Bible. Jesus declares it well in John 3, 19 through 21. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Those who acknowledge their sin and turn from it to seek the risen Savior find life and life more abundantly, yes, even eternal life. Have you yet to embrace this Christ, the fountain of living water, the fountain of youth? Are you yearning to have all your sin and shame washed clean by the blood of Christ and to have them all forgiven and forgotten? Would you like to individually participate in the greatest miracle of all time? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the supernatural kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Psalms 19.14 Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. God said Psalms 104.34 My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. God said, James 5, 14 and 15, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. God said, John 10, 10, The chief a thief, pardon me, the thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. God said, Proverbs ten sixteen and 17, The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuseth reproof erreth. God said, Proverbs eleven nineteen, As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. Man said, Knowledge is power, and all knowledge is all power. Our knowledge has no place for the outdated God of the Bible. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 737, that will once again prove the full inerrant veracity of the Word of God. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. All of these features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the righteous and as bait for the fishers of men. Be sure to take advantage of three very useful tools on God Said, Man Said. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, 
Use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Number three, imagine you can download nearly 175 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Thank you for coming. God's blessings be upon you. The proof of God and His Bible that men search for is everywhere to see. Imagine, the results are in from one major field study after another that certify the miraculous, perfect counsel of God's Holy Word. Words written thousands of years ago are being verified regularly by today's science. Of the 700-plus features on God Said, Man Said, there are a host of subjects dealing with the biblical secrets of well-being. We have addressed the marvelous benefits the Scriptures claim will one will enjoy from observing God's directives concerning meditation, prayer, attending church, word conversion, and so much more. Today's science verifies the staggering accuracy of the Word of God. This feature will highlight some of the latest research that continues to confirm previous subject matter covered here extensively. In the faith, they're called gospels. For centuries, saints the world over have taken gospels with amazing, dependable results. My custom is to take three-by-five index cards and write one verse on each card dealing with a particular need. I place the cards with something I'm going to use frequently, like my car keys, and each time I pick up the keys, I read and meditate on the verses, the gospels, on the cards. I have often given gospels to others with the directive to take them with a glass of living water every four hours. Meditating on God's words has enormous life-changing power. The headline in the February 27, 2015 issue of the publication The Week reads, Meditation Delays Aging. The short article follows in its entirety. Meditation doesn't just improve mental and physical health in the present. It also slows the aging process and can help meditators stay mentally sharp into old age, a new, a new study has found. Once people reach their mid to late 20s, their brain begins to lose volume and weight, which can eventually result in the loss of some functional ability. But when researchers from UCLA compared brain scans of 50 people who meditated for at least four years with scans of 50 people who didn't, they found that those who engaged in the practice had smaller reductions in gray matter, the neuron-containing tissue responsible for the processing of information. What we expected was to see this in just a few small regions, Dr. Florian Kuth, the study's co-author, tells HuffingtonPost.com. But what we saw was almost the entire brain. That was a big surprise. The findings do not prove causality. Meditators may have other healthy habits that contribute to brain health, but the researchers said that meditation would appear to be a powerful tool for reducing the risk of age-related cognitive decline and neurodegenerative disorders such as Alzheimer's disease. End of quote. Has science proven any real measurable benefit of prayer and going to church? The headline in the April 6th, 2015 article published by CharismaNews.com reads, Healing Power of Prayer Undeniable, According to 1,500 Medical Studies. Much of the feature follows. 
For the devout, there has never been any question that prayer has the power to heal. Now, more and more medical research from leading hospitals and universities across the U.S. has shown conclusively a belief in God really is good for you, making you healthier and happier and helping you to live longer. Studies have shown prayer can prevent people from getting sick. And when they do get sick, prayer can help them get better faster, Duke University's Harold G. Koning, M.D., tells Newsmax Health. An exhaustive analysis of more than 1,500 reputable medical studies indicates people who are more religious and pray more have better mental and physical health, Dr. Koning says. And out of 125 studies that looked at the link between health and regular worship, 85 showed regular churchgoers live longer. There's a lot of evidence out there. Dr. Koning, director of Duke's Center for Spirituality, Theology, and Health, and the author of several authoritative books on faith and healing, says a striking study published in the Southern Medical Journal demonstrated that prayer has a remarkable effect on patients with hearing and visual deficiencies. After prayer sessions, they showed significant improvements based on audio and visual tests, Dr. Koning said. He added, The benefits of devout religious practice, particularly involvement in a faith community and religious commitment, are that people cope better. In general, they cope with stress better. They experience greater well-being because they have more hope. They're more optimistic. They experience less depression, less anxiety, and they commit suicide less often. They have a stronger immune system, lower blood pressure, and probably better cardiovascular functioning. The proof of the power of prayer is overwhelming, says researcher and writer Tom Knox, a one-time atheist who became a regular worshiper after doing in-depth study of the medical benefits of faith. What I discovered astonished me, admits Knox. Over the past 30 years, a growing and largely unnoticed body of scientific work shows religious belief is medically, socially, and psychologically beneficial. Study after study backs up the benefits of having faith, especially in prolonging life. In 2006, population researchers at the University of Texas discovered that more often you go to church the longer you live. Religious attendance is associated with adult mortality in a graded fashion, says Knox. There is a seven-year difference in life expectancy between those who never attend church and those who attend weekly. The American Journal of Public Health studied nearly 2,000 older Californians for five years and found that those who attended religious services were 36% less likely to die during that period than those who didn't. A study of nearly 4,000 older adults by the U.S. Journal of Gerontology revealed that atheists had a significantly increased chance of dying over a six-year period than the faithful. Crucially, religious people live longer than atheists, even if they didn't go regularly to a place of worship. The American Society of Hypertension established in 2006 that churchgoers have lower blood pressure than non-believers. Scientists have also revealed believers recover from breast cancer quicker than non-believers, have better outcomes from coronary disease and rheumatoid arthritis, and are less likely to have children with meningitis and a cold. God created all that you see and don't see out of words. Even our DNA does its marvels using a four-letter alphabet that forms the instructions of life in words, sentences, 
paragraphs, chapters, and volumes. Science even calls it the book of life. The power of words is immeasurable. The words we think and speak have death and life capabilities. Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Dr. Caroline Leaf in her book, Switch On Your Brain, outlines the positive and negative effect of words. Dr. Leaf is a communication pathologist and audiologist working in the area of cognitive neuroscience and neuroplasticity since 1985. Several paragraphs from her book follow. According to Dr. Herbert Benson, M.D., president of Harvard Medical School's Mind-Body Institute, negative thinking leads to stress, which affects our body's natural healing capacities. Toxic thinking wears down the brain. The Institute of HeartMath, an internationally recognized nonprofit research organization that helps people reduce stress, discusses an experiment titled Local and Non-Local Effects of Coherent Heart Frequencies on Conformational Changes of DNA. This study showed that thinking and feeling anger, fear, and frustration cause DNA to change shape according to thoughts and feelings. The DNA responded by tightening up and becoming shorter, switching off many DNA codes which reduce quality expression. So we feel shut down by negative emotions, and our body feels this too. But here's the great part. The negative shutdown or poor quality of the DNA codes was reversed by feelings of love, joy, appreciation, and gratitude. The researchers also found that HIV-positive patients who had positive thoughts and feelings had 300,000 times more resistance to the disease than those without positive feelings. So the takeaway here is that when we operate in our normal love design, which is being made in God's image, we are able to change the shape of our DNA for the better. Outstanding research has recently been done by Dr. Gail Aronson, a leading mind-body medicine researcher and professor of psychology and psychiatry at the University of Miami. She found that the most significant factor that made a difference in healing for those with HIV was their choice to believe in a benevolent and loving God, especially if they also chose to have a personal relationship with a benevolent and loving God. Her study ran over four years and her determination of healing was based on the decrease of their viral load, the amount of the AIDS virus in a sample of blood, and the increased concentration of helper T-cells. The higher the concentration, the more the body is able to fight disease. She found that those who did not believe God loved them lost helper T-cells three times faster. Their viral load also increased three times faster, and their stress levels were higher with damaging amounts of cortisol flowing. Dr. Ironson summarizes her research by saying, If you believe God loves you, it's an enormously protective factor, even more protective than scoring low for depression or high for optimism. A view of a benevolent God is protective, but scoring high on the personalization statement, God loves me, is even stronger. Whatever you believe in and hope for becomes substance on a physical level, and you can act upon this. This process can move in either direction, negative or positive, end of quote. We are literally made out of words. The words that we think define our faith and future from the DNA level to our eternal destiny. 
Do the skeptics really want proof that God is? In the vast majority of the cases, the answer is no. God's word is true and righteous altogether. Speak words of life and live. God said, Psalms 19:14, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God said, Psalms 104:34, My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. God said, James 5:14 and 15, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. God said, John 10, 10, The thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come, that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. God said, Proverbs 10, 16, and 17, The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuseth reproof erreth. God said, Proverbs eleven nineteen, As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. Man said, Knowledge is power, and all knowledge is all power. Our knowledge has no place for the outdated God of the Bible. Now you have the record.